This is Rose Nose with Reaching Kingdom People. Hope you're having a good day. Thank you for listening to this recording, uh, this podcast. So glad that you're here. Uh, what I was thinking about, I thought about the words that I found in 2 King 4, chapter 4, verse 2. What Elijah asked the widow woman, what shall I do for thee? Well, God is asking you that same question. God is asking us that same question. And especially this year, what shall I do for thee? Isn't something to be, isn't something to be afraid or thinking about? It's something to believe and receive. God is saying to you today, what can I do for you? I want you to visualize him asking you that question. I want you to see your father as not just merciful, loving, and forgiving, but also as generous and well able to do anything you ask with faith from the heart. So let the words, what shall I do for thee? Really sink down into your spirit. Let it get deep down into your spirit. Be persistent and don't give up. You have a right to ask and a right to receive. Now I want to take you to another scene in the Bible where Jesus asked a man the same thing. It's found in Mark, the 10th chapter, verse 51. That's Mark 10 chapter, verse 51. In this passage, blind Bottomus was sitting on the side of the road begging. And when he heard that Jesus was coming, he began to shout, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He was shouting and trying to get Jesus attention. He wanted Jesus to heal him so he could receive his eyesight. Now, I want you to notice that blind Barnabas was asking for mercy. He was crying out. Jesus could see for himself that the man was blind. And yet in Mark 10 51, he asked Barnabas this one question. What will thou, what will thou that I should do unto thee. The Amplified Bible, the classic edition said it this way. What do you want me to do for you? That's my theme right here, there again in God's word. I want you to see that Jesus wanted Bonimus to verbalize exactly what he wanted. Even if it was obvious to have the guts and faith to be pacific and ask 
for what he wanted. And so my so let's go to my first point about what do you want me to do for you? My first point today is persistency is asking never fails to open up the floodgate of God's power. What do you want? Not just need. The reason he wants to give you what you want is found in Psalms 23, 1, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Is the Lord your shepherd or not? Well, is he? Then you should not want more proof. You should not want more proof that God wants to do what you ask. You see, the Lord will fulfill those wants so that you end up wanting nothing because you have all you want. But to get anything from the Lord, you must follow the Lord, your shepherd's voice. And so you need to listen. When he asks you, what shall I do for thee? And then respond, be persistent. Don't give up. You have a right to ask, a right to receive, and a right to say to anyone, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hey, glory. My destiny is in. Your destiny is in your asking. Ask in faith. The, bl- the blind beggar in the Bibles knew Jesus was going to heal him. How did he know? Destiny. I believe he was destined to be in the right place at the right time and believe the same thing for you. That's I believe the same thing for you. All right. The second point today is don't let your destiny pass you by. God carries his destiny and he will Help anyone who will receive their destiny. You can choose to do whatever you want. Bonimus could have chosen to not answer Jesus' question if he had let his destiny pass him by. He would have remained in the his usual you know, lifestyle, blind, wishing for better, and living in the dark. He would have missed out on seeing anything change in his life. He would have remained blind. Your destiny is set before you right now. In your request before God. Come on, ask. Think about what you really want and ask. Open your heart and your mouth to God. And ask in faith, knowing that he wants to hear you. Say the answer to his question. What shall I do for thee? I know people will say, that can't be so. Or, that won't happen. It doesn't work that way. But just remember that people who dismiss the Lord's question 
are the same ones who will miss their own opportunity, their own destiny, and never reach their true destination in life. We have to be willing to be obedient to the Lord. We have to be willing to answer when he asks. We have to be willing to have faith in him. So right now, remove all the fear of obscurity you may have. You are not anonymous or unimportant to the Lord. Remove all the feeling of insignificancy you may have. You are not irrelevant. You are special. You are in his plan for your life or this world. God is waiting for you to open your mouth wide so he can fill it with good things. Psalms 81 10. Bonimus would not let his chance go by when people around him told him keep his peace and shut up. Bonimus didn't listen because he knew they just wanted to hold him back. They didn't want him change. Faith will make a man cry out louder and a cry of faith like that will get him heard. It's time for the answer to your cries to come. Don't you think? If you agree, I want you to remember this. Jesus responded to the faith behind the cry of Bonimus. Not just the crying out itself, just like he responded to the faith behind the touch of the woman with the issue of blood who reached for his garment as he walked by. Do you remember in the word where Jesus asked, who touched me? And the disciples were like, really, who touched you? Because the crowd was thrown in all around him. The word said he felt virtue leaving him with one particular touch, the touch of faith. The woman didn't just grab Jesus' garment. Her faith drew his attention. Even though it was at the bottom of some fabric near to the ground. My point is that we often cry out about a problem or say something we want but we must ask ourselves what's beneath the cry and the statement of what we want it what we want it is faith not, not everybody who cry out does so with faith not everybody who asks does with faith the core of our crying out and our asking must be faith Get ready. The light is about to start burning brightly in your life. My third point today is this. We all know about Christ, but it's time that we get in touch with him. How many times have people gone to church, walked out with the same mindset they came in with? Not anyone. Not anymore. To get in touch with God, you have to use his language. Say something with faith. Talk. That's right. It's about conversation. Believe 
that he is hearing your voice. Believe that he is hearing your voice. Today, I want to believe that that you are listening to me and faith is raising up in you and that you see that God want to do something for you today. That's what Peter said Jesus did in his own life. His connection to Christ brought him out of darkness and into God's marvelous light. And that's what God wants to do do to you. He want to take you out of darkness and put you in his marvelous light. First Peter 2 and 9. When you start asking the way the word asks, say to ask, get ready. The lights will start burning brightly in your life. This year theme is going to get you all that you need, all that you desire and all that you want. If you believe what God says instead of what people are saying. Don't shut up or stay content with lack. God is asking today. He's asking you personally, what shall I do for thee? Now, let me give you a warning. Are you ready? This is my fourth point I want to make today. The world around you wants wants to see you make a life, a living out of lack Nearly everything. Blind Barnabas made a life out of his lack of eyesight. His affliction was central to his his occupation. He became a beggar. And the world told him to shut up when he cried out for mercy from the affliction. They wanted him to be content With his place in life. That's sad. Isn't it? That's sad. God is saying from heaven today. What shall I do for thee? Oh I hope you are getting this. I really do. God wants to bless you spiritually. Physically. And financially. So let him. Let him be your father. He wants to be that to you. In closing. Let me say this. God never leaves a person where he finds him. He will. He has more for you and all of us who follow his lead and take a hold of our opportunities in him. That's why we sow and reap in the scripture. He wants to harvest for you more than you can imagine. So. In closing. I want you to think about this and ponder this in your heart. God is asking, what shall I do for thee? So don't continue. If there is lack in your life, there's things that you need, things that that have been put off and you didn't have the money or you didn't have the ability. If it's healing, God is saying today, what shall I do for thee? Thank you for listening. 
I hope that this has encouraged you to voice to God, verbalize the things that you need because the Heavenly Father is waiting and ready to do and to act on your behalf. There might be people in your life, they want you to stay down. They want you to be begging just like blind Barnabas. They wanted to shut him up. Keep him from crying out to Jesus. But he knew that Jesus had his answer. I hope you today know that Jesus has an answer to every one of your questions. He wants to do you good all the days of your life. Mercy and goodness wants to do you good. They want to chase you down. It is the grace of God. Jesus has done everything. He fulfilled the law when he died and he was buried and he rose again. Everything was complete. He paid the price for our sins. Don't let shame and guilt keep you from answering God's question. What shall I do for thee? Have a wonderful day. Until next time, be blessed. This is Rose Knows with Reaching Kingdom People. I, my email is knowsall, that's K-N-O-W-L-E-S-A-L-L at A-T-T dot net. If you're serious, serious and you need help, reach out. Until then, remember the words God is asking, what shall I do for thee? Remain blessed.